Hey, 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 welcome to the Dr. Gigi Jasmine Show, episode 92. This episode is brought to you by... As entrepreneurs, we all face the battle of finding funds to grow our business and also to pay for daily expenses. That is where Capital One comes in. Capital One will provide you with a business credit card where you can uh, use it to keep all your business expenses in one place and also to build your business credit. Apply today. The link is in the bio. Hey, 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 welcome conquerors. How are you guys doing today? Oh, today we have an interesting topic. How to put your family therapist out of business. Imagine, how can that be accomplished? How can that be done? Yes, we do need family therapists, but there are things that we can do to reduce that need. And a family therapist actually jokingly said that if families would do this one thing, it would probably put her out of business. Let's see. Her name is Anne Fischel. She is a, um, a director of the Family Dinner Project, and she's the executive director and co-founder. And she's also a clinical psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at Harvard Medical School. So she knows what she is talking about. She said, if we do this one thing, I'm sure you probably guessed it from what I just said, you can put her out of business potentially. Because only 30% of families are doing it regularly. And this number, I'm shocked by it because I'm thinking we were doing it more. But at the same time, I'm not shocked because even in my own household, There is a tendency not to do it because of family obligations, kids' activities, extracurricular this and that. So yes, it it is true that we don't have family dinners as often as we would like to. Because it's like my son, for example, just head out. He's, He's headed out because he has a soccer game in the... And he has to get on the bus at 5.15. So he already ate his dinner way earlier because he has to prepare for a game. And here I am here recording, (laughs) recording this podcast episode while other family members are doing homework or um, getting ready for their own programs. So because of different family obligations, and then when we tackle the socioeconomic um, level of families, we see that poor families eat less together because of work situations. They have to work either multiple jobs or they have to work during dinner time. Uh, but let me just say too, it doesn't necessarily have to be dinner. It could be a meal you have together frequently throughout the week. So Anne Fischel says that most of the Goals that she tried to accomplish with her clients can be accomplished by regular family dinner or meal times together. More than 20 years of research studies have documented that having this family time is great for the body, your, your physical body, your physical health, your brain, 
even kids' academic performance and their mental health. And when we think about dinner, we're not talking about you grabbing a pizza, okay, and, and eating it. I mean, we would like for, you know, the parents to put more thought into dinner. And I know most of the time it's women who have to um, come up with, with, with this thoughtful dinner. But if we can get the kids involved in preparing dinner or in planning for dinner, we might want to really put some time into it for kids to get involved. With that, they will not only learn a life skill, but at the same time, they are protecting their gut and mental health. And when, we, when, when, when you cook at home, when you cook at home, you can guarantee, like she says, even if you don't try, you can guarantee that the food that you're feeding your family will be lower in fat, lower in sugar and salt, okay? They will contain most likely more fruits, more vegetables, more protein, and it will probably be lower in calories because we're not putting all these preservatives in there. We are cooking from scratch as much as possible. And you are creating this habit of healthy eating and that healthy eating will translate into lower obesity later on because once you build that habit, it's going to be very hard for your kids to go you know, to the opposite of eating unhealthy. You, they can do that for a little bit, but you know, they will come back because they know what is good for them. But it amazes me. Having family meal times is so important to the point where it can eliminate these types of mental health issues such as depression, anxiety, substance abuse, eating disorders, tobacco use, teenage pregnancy. I mean, did you hear me? Did you hear me? Because I don't think we, we talk enough about something like this that, is, that seems to be so simple, but has enormous, enormous impact on not only your, the current state of our families right now, but also the future. And if you eat together as a family at probably around five times a week, at least, you build into your child this high level of resilience and self-esteem and self-worth and value in themselves. Knowing that they are connected with you. And that is the goal. That is the goal. That's what this family meals together do for the family, for the people, even teenagers. Even teenagers, parent things that teenagers don't want to spend time with them, don't want to hang around with them. But when given the choice, teenagers, 80% of teenagers choose their parents over their friends or electronics or any other gadgets. So we may not think they want to connect with us, but they do. I think this is very, very encouraging. This is very encouraging because we tend to, you know, gear towards perfection. We want to have a perfect dinner. We want to have, it has to be the healthiest and all this and that. But what we need to do is start. What we need to do is actually get the kids involved. It's actually have like a, a 
you know, some kind of um, purpose into the conversations we have during dinner. It's not a time where we get into conflicts, where we argue, where we bring up the past, where we try to hurt each other. That is not the purpose. The purpose for you to connect with each other. It's not to be perfect. It's not to have the perfect dining table set, the perfect food, the perfect this and perfect that. No. The perfect taste. Okay, we just want to be able to enjoy the meal. Can your kids talk without feeling afraid? Without any repercussion, whether you agree or not with what they're saying? Are you eager to listen to them or are you eager to criticize? Or are you eager to give a life lesson? Are you eager to just take over the conversation? If you focus on how engaged the kids can be, by maybe use games and starter sentences to actually create the momentum within the, the, the group on the table, it will be worth your time. Because what the family needs is that connection with each other, is that quality time with each other. And I think it's, it just amazes me that we can resolve a whole lot of problems with our young people and with ourselves if we would just make time to eat together. I don't know what is so hard about that, but I understand families who are working during uh, dinner time, families who have to uh, work during all sorts of hours, you know, but what reasons do you have not to have dinner or a meal? It could be breakfast. It could be lunch. But something you have regularly that opens up the table for people to talk with no criticism, with no backlash, with no grudges, with no conflict whatsoever. And I know as women, whether you are in a job, whether you are creating your own business, whether you are a stay-at-home mom, whatever is your situation, I know that women are at the core of all this, of family dinners, family mealtime. And I know that, you know, even if we make millions and millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, we would give anything for our kids not to suffer from depression, anxiety, substance abuse, eating disorders, tobacco use, teenage pregnancies. And to have like, to be, be able to not to function at school properly. We would give anything. But that anything is a meal, a family meal. And I know at times we want to think that it has to be difficult. It has to be hard to reach. It had to be unavailable. It has to be expensive for something to work. But no, it doesn't. It can be as simple as a family meal time. I really want you to think about this. Because there's no success there's no business or there's no job worth your kids having to experience all this. And, you know, kids are flexible. They can do breakfast. They can do lunch. They can do whatever you want. As long as you keep it regular and as long as you keep that connection alive by really opening up the floor to talk about anything. Because when you do that, you allow 
your children to feel safe, to have a sense of security, to have a sense of trust in you. They know that you have their back. They know they can come and talk to you about anything. So that's why they can avoid a whole a lot of these. And yes, your teenagers want that time with you. So I definitely want you to consider that. And I know even this, you know, by any means, I'm not saying to fire your therapist. But this is coming from a therapist saying that her job can be jeopardized by you cooking your family dinner and eating together regularly. But if you need a therapist, yes, by all means, use a therapist. That's what it's, you know, they are here for. I don't want you to think that, you know, I am against therapists. No, not at all. Um, but a therapist is saying that you can resolve a lot of issues mentally, psychologically, physically, by just cooking your family a dinner and eating together, making a, a plan to do that on a regular basis. And I know I'm guilty of this too. I mean, I cook for my family all the time. Um, rarely do we eat out. As a matter of fact, yesterday I labored. I went shopping, food shopping, because it's a busy week with games and parties and things that are going on. So I wanted to prepare everything yesterday so that I can be free to just kind of use the few minutes that I have in between to do what I need to do, my confetti time. And, um, and I cooked, but yeah, we did not, all that cooking we did, we didn't eat together because I was cooking quite a bit of, of, of things. When I was done with the lasagna, my husband came in and got a, a, a plate and then I did uh, some mac and cheese and I did some green beans and and whatever. And it seems like everybody was coming because I was thinking forever, I guess. <laughs> everybody was coming at different time to get what they needed. And when I was done, I didn't even eat because I I was, I guess, too tired and I had eaten before and it was too late. And I, you know, so sometimes it's difficult to get to it, but it can be done. Start with you know, if it's that difficult, start with one, one day a week, then two days, then three, and then you can add to it as your schedule permits. But you cannot go wrong by starting with one. All right, so I want to remind you, there's nothing that you put your mind to, you can't achieve. You are unstoppable. Just want to remind you that. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend you think will benefit from it. Also, head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and also a five-star review. We are in the process of growing this podcast and we cannot do it without you. Thank you so much for helping us reach our goals.